0: Hello and
1: welcome back to the Vanquisher's Guide. I'm Randy.
0: What's up, y'all? I'm Bryce.
2: Hello, I'm I'm Bradley. Wow. Why
1: are, why are we like, giving such huge spaces between speaking? This is freaking me out.
0: Hey, man, I'm going to edit out those
1: <laughs> every time. It's just like it's like a 10-minute break between saying anything and I'm like Well, did they, I was Bryce said not,
2: something like kind of like a catchphrase and I was like and- Whoa! Well, I did not prepare for this. I'm trying no to like spice it out, up, man. You know, uh, but we're not the Spice Girls. I mean, <laughs> ah, be the Spice
0: Boys.
1: That. Right, that's <laughs> that's been my goal since I was a child: was to be the Spice Boys.
0: <laughs> be a Spice so. Girl. You want to be a like coriander uh, or like
2: old spice? Maybe. old spice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: old space. yeah I want to be old spice. Spice boy, old spice. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. They call uh, me cumin. <laughs> <laughs> What would be the worst spice to be for one of the spice boys, spice girls, spices? I feel like like any of any I, I don't know. Being a hot spice um, could be both good but also bad. I like, don't know. About, like, they, call,
2: they call me chili,
1: <laughs> <laughs> right?
2: They call what about
0: like Star Anise? You know? That's uh What's doesn't that? really roll off the tongue. It's like I've it's used in like pho thing. and like cola uh, drinks, I think.
2: Gotcha.
1: There you go. I don't look at what's in my cola. I just drink it, so that's my problem. (laughs) Oh, man. Speaking of things that are probably going to kill you eventually, like cola. (laughs) Nice (laughs) transition, man. I know. Uh, This week, we're going to be talking about something that's a little bit different, though as I say that, I think we say that about like every other episode.
0: It's just because we have so much (laughs) variety.
1: Creatures are just different. Every single one of our creatures is just really strange and very unique by itself compared to everything else so much like everything else this is a really unique <laughs> thing and the way that's it... <laughs> worded
2: is kind of funny yes like everything else we do this is unique
1: <laughs> yeah it along with everything else is unique in its own way <laughs> and that's what makes it not unique
2: wow uh, <laughs> villain from deep, whatever his name is syndrome
1: yeah. <laughs> so this week we're doing something that I actually feel like a lot of people are going to know of this. I don't want to say creature, but, like, like, creature with really strong quotes on it. But I don't know if people know as much about it as as we're going to go into. But we're going to be talking about the uh, Ophiocordyceps unilateralis. Have you guys ever heard of that before?
0: Um, I've heard of cordyceps, but you said a bunch of other, know? like, stuff around that, yeah. that I've never heard before. So... Um,
1: You guys don't learn the scientific names for every creature on Earth? That's just, that's disappointing. I mean,
2: it's been a minute since my college biology class, you know? Uh, I I I can tell. I don't learn the scientific name for anything, so...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, in layman's term, um, this is the fungus that a lot of, like, it kind of exploded in popularity a couple of years ago, and it's the fungus that everyone talks about taking over bugs minds. And like, it will like literally turn ants and things into like zombies that then crawl all the way up to the tops of trees die. The ant dies. And then it spreads. The fungus spores out throughout the rest of the forest. Oh, that is, yeah. th- this is the fungus that we're talking about. The scientific name for it is that, but
0: Oh geez, man, it's such like a fascinating, like fungus. It's like the it only is. one of its kind. And like, Kind of talking about like real world terms, it's just like so fascinating,
2: yeah, it's ter- terrifying also yeah, yeah like watching like videos of like this like the ants that that happens to like it's honestly like that is scary uh-huh
0: yeah, it's like probably like worst way to go if you're an I ant would say so.
2: because as far as I'm aware though, I don't know
1: how accurate this is, but from what I've heard, it sounds like the ant is still alive like obviously it's still alive and it's still aware of what's going on like it still can see and sense everything and function it just has no control over its body it's lost control over the body and so Uh, it just can't do anything about it which is awful yeah so definitely top like five worst ways to die but thankfully this specific the real world uh fungus is only able to really do that with bugs and insects other creatures of the like it can't spread to yeah <laughs> so far it can't take control of anything larger than an insect or like it more complex biologically than an insect it's they're they are simple enough that it works but for anything more complex it doesn't have the capability to but today we're going to going to be talking about a variety a subgenre of this fungus that's actually from a video game series called The Last of Us.
2: Oh heck, yeah. Yeah, a... M- most people might have maybe have heard of yeah. that
1: game. Yes. And and this game is the reason why this fungus became so popular a couple of years ago. Do you when think when this so? game came out? I think from what I can tell both the timelines up and it's also just like the coincidence cannot be like that's got to be re- related in that the game came out and then a little bit later, like all of a sudden people were freaking out about this fungus, about how crazy it is, how it like, if a zombie apocalypse were going to happen, it would be because of this fungus and people kind of lost it. And I think it's because this game came out. So
0: I mean, like I definitely remember like last of us is like just super huge in popularity, Mm -hmm. but I feel like the whole thing about like cordyceps and like, fungal zombies and stuff might have happened a bit before maybe i'm wrong though Possibly. Maybe it was like to use a probably a apt term patient zero for this
1: yeah hey, there you go it's possible that it was um because there at the end of the day there was a documentary i almost said that that was a really strange way to say that documentary i almost said documentary um <laughs> <laughs> there was a documentary about uh jungles and things like planet earth documentary where they specifically have a segment about this fungus and that's actually I where
0: that, i think yeah, yeah. That's,
1: that's where the developers for the last of us game got the idea because one of some of the developers saw that documentary and they're like yo like what if we made a game that was based off of this and like kind of took that idea to the nth degree and made it the nightmare that it could be um, so it's it's possible that the Popularity came before the game from that documentary, and then the game just kind of increased it. I'm not sure, but it definitely the game definitely helped it a lot.
0: Oh yeah, and then there's like, as of right now, I think there's like several movies and like maybe a TV show about kind of the same. Is
2: there?
0: Zombie infection? Yeah, Yeah, I I always know that there's a couple movies that tackle this kind of subject.
1: So, but yeah, so it's a really cool idea and. So, although this is a real thing, kind of, today we're going to be going off on the video game depiction of it, which is very much based in fantasy. This is so far beyond reality. It's the idea is there, but it's this is not a real thing that could happen. So, in game, in The Last of Us series, this is actually... They don't have a scientific name for it, unfortunately. And I think that may be because... Society just falls apart before a scientific <laughs> name was established. yeah I don't uh, think they
0: were too worried about categorizing yeah. things, you know, <laughs> right.
1: but the medical term that people use in game is the cordyceps brain infection. That's how people refer to it and what it's usually usually referred to. And that is it's a in case you are not familiar with the last of us, I apologize. I should have explained this earlier, but it's basically a zombie apocalypse, but instead of like it being a virus or something like that it is a fungus that much like with the ants the fungus will uh, infect you take over your mind grow inside of you while you're alive take control of your body and then you become a walking zombie but that's a fungus creature and they they look really freaky in game so they're very cool
0: man like I, yeah. everybody that has played these games remembers the freaking clickers oh. man oh, the
1: clickers are a nightmare fuel they Yikes. are actually one of my favorite creatures in any video games they are so memorable. It's such a
0: br- like a brilliant idea mm-hmm. and it like actually makes like quite a bit of sense
1: it does it absolutely does so and which we'll we'll get into clickers a little bit later in the episode when we start going into the more specific varieties of these guys. But first of all, we'll, let's uh, dive into where it came from and how it began. And uh, again, this is purely based off of fiction, so no shade thrown to how they, they'd created their story of how it began. It's not really indicative of anything. But in the uh, the Last of Us series, the fungus apocalypse, I suppose... It starts in South America. It's, uh starts in late September 2013. So bad news, guys. The world's already ended. Like dang it, <laughs> 10 man! Ten years ago, we're actually just the living in a simulation
2: uh, inside of this world.
1: No, we're living in our minds while our actual human bodies are taken over by the fungus. This is just like <laughs> the, the nightmare dreams or or the fever dreams that we have while our body yeah. is being controlled. Don't so, curse me
0: with that existentialism.
1: Man.
0: <laughs> I don't need that.
1: Uh, you are actually just a a robot, flesh robot from fungus overlord. While your brain just makes up stories. Congratulations. Dang man. <laughs> um, but it came from South America in 2013, and it originated by. Uh, but there was infected crops that were coming up from South America. Food that was being shipped up and people started getting infected and it was a sub variety of the real version that had mutated to be able to start to infect more advanced species specifically humans so, so
0: like people were eating like infected corn or whatever yeah. and so i think it was they exactly. just turned into zombies oh that's terrible
1: <laughs> so it was just it was corn or whatever just any kind of Whatever produce, uh, produce crop, yeah, yeah, that was getting shipped up that had some amount of the mold on it, some fungus and some spores on the the uh, food that either because it wasn't getting washed enough or whatever it was, I don't know. They don't really go into d- details about it, but they ended up getting having infected food that when it got up to the states started spreading and then it spread worldwide after that. So
0: well, I not to skip ahead too far but like one of the terrible things about like this infection in the game is like how contagious it is right
1: exactly yeah it's
0: like you're not only afraid of like the zombies attacking you you're afraid of like the actual spores
1: yeah exactly so
0: like maybe like it was just sitting in a warehouse and some mm-hmm. like workers breathed it in and or some guy walked
1: there. into a warehouse and just thought he had asthma because he started coughing a bunch but turns out it was spores he dang no idea <laughs> Yeah, which you, as you said, it does spread ridiculously fast. In fact, there's in game a newspaper that the main characters uh, have. That's it's a newspaper for the local Austin newspaper, n- local uh, publisher. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but they specifically talk about how hospitals and admittance into hospitals has spiked by three hundred percent. Within hmm. weeks of this thing coming out. Hmm, so
0: interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's insane how fast that's faster than even COVID had. Like, we did not have that level of admittance into hospitals as far as I'm aware. I think we were in the hundreds of percent, but not 300%. Yeah. So,
0: 300, man. 300% be... is ridiculous. I just imagining, like, you know, like having lived through most of COVID at least. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh wait,
1: you like, died partway through COVID. Well, no, I'm <laughs> just saying, like,
0: you know, <laughs> not quite out of the woods map. yet, maybe.
1: Oh, but, oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: it's just like anything worse than COVID is just yeah. the end of exactly. the world. It would probably feel like
1: right because like the world had to like fully shut down for COVID,
2: and that anything worse than that, like the world would just collapse. It would it would be, well, it'd it'd be catastrophic. Kind of, and think of like. The difference right with COVID, mm-hmm. it had to shut down and no one turned to zombies exactly that element of not only sickness and spores spreading and the possibility of getting infected not only that the people who get infected become zombie like, mm-hmm. like that is just existentially just way yeah. way worse existentially yeah. and
1: exponentially
2: exponentially worse. is the word i was looking for uh, <laughs> Yeah. i got what you meant
1: i got what you meant it's, it's existential so. There's an existential <laughs> crisis because uh-huh. <That's laughs> sure.
0: so, not only are like do you do you have to worry about the people that you're treating but anybody uh-huh. that would technically like die or like, pass on or become overcome by the disease is then like way yeah. more dangerous to everybody else and is a huge problem
1: absolutely yeah you gotta be you gotta be really on top of burning everybody as soon as they get infected as soon as they get infected you got to kill them and then burn the body because there's just no coming back for from it which you we'll talk about this, a little bit later but
0: do you think this uh infection like reanimates bodies or do you think they still it have does not alive?
1: it does not which there well, that I is a very that. specific rule that it has which we'll go more into later but it has to be a living host it can't ah. be if the person has died and then gets exposed to the the fungus nothing happens totally fine So there is that bonus, but that's not much of a silver lining.
0: (laughs) Silver lining on your crap cloud, I guess. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. Silver lining, Great Aunt May is not coming back from the dead. But so that being said, after uh, this pandemic starts, obviously the FDA tries to take control of the matters and they start uh, having recalls of food, They stop receiving shipments from South America, and then it eventually also extends into Central and Mexico, Central America and then Mexico. So they stop uh, allowing any food from those countries into the states to try and stop the spread and to, to try and gain control of it. But it's at that point, by the time they started doing that, it was too late, too little, too late. And after just a couple of months of the the infection starting in the states about 60 percent of humanity was either infected or dead
0: after just a couple of months a couple of months go by jesus christ man
1: 60 percent of humanity is dead so it's fast it's not only fast but it is extremely deadly so there is little to no recovering from this and it is just the worst case scenario of every scenario dang
0: man i mean like i guess in terms of like kind of more grounded uh fictional like pandemics and stuff this is probably one of the worst huh
1: yeah it's i mean and that being said i do feel like this is not that far off from what a real zombie apocalypse would be like like Mm -hmm. the the theory of like oh like it took them like a year to spread like how like Humanity, I mean, in in some areas, sure, in like the middle of Wyoming, yeah, it could be a year before you ever hear about it or see it it ever actually in person. But for the majority of the world, for like big cities and stuff like that, it would be months at the most before this thing, before the world is just destroyed. Yeah, I guess that's pretty right. But That being said, that is also partially because this infection, this fungus has a very fast turnaround it is extremely quick in in taking over the human body so it is about two days after you get infected that you completely lose uh consciousness if you will you you get taken over by the fungus and lose your control of your body so it's a pretty quick turnaround as far as like a zombie apocalypses go i mean it's not as fast as world war z but it's still pretty quick in that you get bit and two days later you're gone so
0: i mean like in some ways like a longer incubation time for like diseases is kind of mm-hmm. worse right
1: yeah i feel like this is right in that window where it's just long enough to like you would have the ability for people to get on a plane and go somewhere but not too long that it gives you people the opportunity to find a cure or something like that yeah so it is, it is right in that sweet period of time. Yeah. That
0: sweetly awful period.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're, they're right in that window of terrible, which I feel like could be the definition of this apocalypse. Is just the window of terrible. <laughs> it's just not good. But there is actually, speaking of people going out across the world and causing this pandemic to spread worldwide, there's two main ways that the infection is able to be spread first way most classic zombie apocalypse kind of way is getting bit or coming in contact with any kind of infected fluids either blood or more likely and more commonly through saliva with being bit by one
2: Uh. (laughs) that's the most common
1: so if you get infected within two days now you're going out biting people and spreading the love as they say (laughs)
0: is that what they say who's saying this man
1: uh, the infected people that's what the, that's who's saying it. <laughs> they're just trying to share the love uh, but then the second way which is very unique to this specific thing and what makes it so dangerous and so unique is that you can also gain or become infected by it with contact through spores if uh any of the infected people At at later stages of infection, when they get far enough taken over by the fungus, they actually start to develop abilities to spread spores and start to uh, release spores automatically. And then also anyone who's died, when they pass away, their body starts to just release spores ambiently of this fungus. And anyone who comes in contact with those spores is then able to become infected as well or or becomes infected it's not able they do like to i think maybe you can handle a certain amount like maybe a tiny little whiff of it is okay but if you have too much of the uh spores you you definitely are going to get infected so
0: i always kind of wondered about that in the video games because like Uh in the video games there's like certain areas where your character has to put on like a gas mask right because like there's like a ton of spores in the air. Right. But I always wondered is like, do you have like an opportunity of like you're able to like smell it or detect it? You like cough a couple times. You're like, oh, crap, man. Got to put on gas mask, you know? (laughs) Or is it like you cough once and you're like, crap, I've already inhaled too much. I'm like done for. I'm
1: doomed. I think it's actually it seems like in in game, it doesn't really make this very clear. I agree. But from what I've been when I was researching it, from what I can tell, it seems like. That's an in-game mechanic that is a reflection of the way that the the fungus is supposed to work in that. So, which I'm going to talk about a little bit more detail later on in the episode, but when a infected person dies, it's actually part of the fungus. It, It makes the infected person try to go and search out areas that would be very hospitable for the fungus. So it tries to find dark, damp, like shaded areas for this fungus yeah exactly so and that's where they will then like as the body is dying the person will just curl up on the floor and die but the fungus continues to grow there and spread and that section that body and section of growth will continue to spread spores throughout and i think in game that's where you see the player or the characters just kind of know Anytime I go into so any anticipate. area, exactly. Anytime I go indoors where like it's close quarters or it's damp, it's dark, it like, there's a, a lot of cramped areas I need to put on a gas mask. Cause if anybody died in here, it's just going to be a lot of spores built up in this area because it's very enclosed versus like if an infected person dies out in the middle of a field somewhere, you probably don't need to worry that much about it because the spores, although they will still get, be getting released they'll get blown around in the wind and it won't be enough spores in a concentrated area for you to really get sick. Right.
0: So, so there's probably like some like tolerance you can have and just being yeah, in yeah. close space makes it that much right. worse.
1: Exactly. I, so I don't think it's like any amount kills you, though I don't know what amount it is and they don't really explain how much it is. But it seems like there is a tolerance level that you can have. And once you reach past that, then you start to actually be in danger of being infected and in those really tight quarters areas inside of buildings and stuff like that it's just almost guaranteed that you're going to be way past that threshold and get infected so yeah. but that being said when you do get infected uh that's just when the fun begins as we said we're spreading the love and oh, yeah. when you get infected you don't die so good news question mark Um as they I mentioned earlier, bad news. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's bad news. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, the fungus actually requires a living host. So if you die, the, I mean, that kind of sounds like the best of case scenario because if you're alive, you will continue, you will be infected and the fungus kind of takes over. So it actually starts to take over your mind and grow mycelium in your side of your brain, which is it's just fungus inside of your brain, That sounds. Your brain wonderfully pleasant (laughs) it's so good and uh, it starts to there's a whole host of of side effects that you're going to experience right off the bat the first ones you experience are just like around the bite area if you got bitten it starts to get like really red and like the area the skin around gets really red and the wound turns black and then you'll start to like sweat profusely and you become really disoriented uh if you didn't get bit you still get like the profusely sweating and disorientation you're just your wound obviously since you don't have one doesn't freak out um but then you also start to have pain in your eyes they start to sting and you'll have difficulty doing like more complex things like writing and stuff like that because you're already starting to have a loss of cognitive ability yeah and that's and that's like yeah that's minutes after being infected so it it starts to hit quick and then After you've been infected for a while, that's when it starts to really take over the more complex parts of your brain. It starts to, uh, I don't know the right word. I was going to say delete, but that sounds more like a computer. Uh, it starts to erase parts of your memory and, and erase parts of your personality as your brain is being eaten away and taken over by the fungus, which starts to turn you less of a human and more into just like an animalistic beast thing and that's where it starts to move further into the zombie apocalypse you start to turn more into a zombie because it's just breaking you down into the most basic just urges that a human has which is just eat and survive so there are actually four distinct stages that people usually go through in the uh, infection, which we'll talk about a little bit later in the uh, in a, just a little bit. but there are very they're they're like pretty much the four main enemy types that you interact with in game. And as you progress from one to the other, it's just a natural progression of the fungus taking over your body and becoming more and more powerful and kind of trying to become more defensive and stronger, which, it's kind of creepy, and you end up with some really f- monstrous creatures that are terrifying.
0: Oh man, and like I always kind of just love like like lore like this, though. Uh, like, maybe in a kind of morbid way, in that you know you just really get to see like the the progression of like an enemy type evolve.
1: Right. Yeah. Absolutely. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and and there is. Almost no way to stop this infection. It's very like like I mentioned. It's super fast. It starts taking over your body really quickly. Within minutes to hours of you being infected, you start to experience side effects, and within days, you are completely taken over. So it is a really fast uh, burn through your body. That being said, there have been a couple of people that have attempted to try and stop the infection from spreading. Uh, Mainly, this is done by the classic age-old chopping off the limb that was bit by the person
0: is it effective though
1: it's not very clear whether it's effective it's (laughs) implied that it may work but in game we never really see it done all that much there's i think one character that has it happen but we never see them again so it's like i
2: don't know did it work we don't know
1: so it's not
2: super clear how quickly it goes through your bloodstream right exactly so like, if you get it instantaneous like if you get bit and then very quickly can chop off your arm but like yeah i mean not that i i mean honestly i'm not going to pretend like i know anything about uh <clears throat> like that kind of arms yeah. but like <laughs>
0: it just reminds me of like that scene in like world war z in which yes. that lady gets bit, and then he like immediately uh-huh. chops off her arm, yeah, but it that, doesn't that even matter. She just gets infected intense. anyway.
1: And she, I thought she survived. Yeah. I think it, I thought in World War Z, I think she survives because that's the uh, army girl, right? She gets onto that's, the plane.
0: I I thought she was the person that brought down the plane. She was like, the no, 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 no. There was a different
1: person on the plane that got infected. No, oh. she she's okay. Yeah, he surri- oh. He saves her life. I think, from what I remember. But that being yeah, said, it's been a while. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, that being said, although this, like, seems like a kind of decent way of trying to save someone's life, it's only really effective if they get bit on, like, the, your arms or legs. So, like, if you, if get, you bit get bit anywhere face, else, <laughs> yeah, you're not. Oh. And, so, which, <clears throat> A, we don't know if it's 100% effective. It could be that it doesn't even work and you're chopping the limb off of somebody for no reason. But, honestly, at that point, they're infected anyway, so might as well try and help. But that being said... At the end of the day, if they end up getting infected through the spores, not like getting bit, they're just instantly dead. There's nothing you can do because there's you can't take like,
0: their power. lungs.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, unfortunately, it's not a foolproof plan, but it is a plan, I guess. So, so yeah, you
0: can try it. Keep well. it in
1: the back of your mind. Um, and lastly, there are um, actually some people, though it is extremely rare there are some people that have a resistance to the infection where they can get bit or be within the spores and totally fine. They will never get turned. They can spend years after being bit without ever showing any signs of infection. So it can happen. There are some people. So maybe don't pop somebody in the head immediately after they get bit because they might be immune. But at the same time, I don't know if it's worth (laughs) it. It's probably like one in a
0: million though, right?
1: yeah uh, definitely. It's super rare. I think in the games, there's only like one person that's ever done that. Maybe there's a more, but as far as I'm aware, there's only one person. So it is extraordinarily rare. But it is still something to be aware of that you, theoretically, there is some amount of immunity that you can have, and that is actually part of in the games, they try to build create a cure for the disease, for the fungus through that person's immunity to try and just see if they can synthesize whatever it is that makes her immune and duplicate it but that is uh part of the story of the the game so i don't want to go too much into it and spoil that but yeah,
0: even though it's a pretty old game it's still it is, really yeah, it's great still a
1: worthwhile so. game to play still very very good so yeah. if you haven't played it and this sounds interesting definitely go and play it the story is very good and it's it's Although very creepy, it's still a very, very good game and not, not horribly so creepy. So, but that being said, as I mentioned earlier, after you become infected, there are a couple of stages that you kind of move through, um, that is like the evolution of the fungus growing inside of you and, and changing your body to be more, uh, effective at spreading the disease. And these stages aren't like just like a natural progression of time. Like it's not guaranteed that after such amount of time you move on to the next stage. They're actually more like conditional based off of circumstances in your surroundings. So it depends on where you're at and what happens that you'll move on to the next stage. So sometimes you could get infected and never move past stage one.
0: Oh, really? Because, yeah,
1: yeah. It's, it's not common, most of the time, you'll move past stage one because the requirements for the other stages aren't super specific, uh, especially the earlier stages of progression, but the later stages are a little bit more specific. Um, but that being said, there is still some amount of conditioning that because of that, you end up having a lot more of the first stage than any of the other types. So, oh, which, that,
0: that makes sense.
1: I feel like it's partially a lore... Reasoning for that and also partially it just makes sense via gameplay because they need to have more of the the basic tier monsters versus you can't have like a ton of the end game creatures running around. So what do you if, mean
0: in the second game you don't want to fight <laughs> all of like stage exactly. five or whatever?
2: Exactly. So it, it makes I sense both me and yeah. <laughs> so
1: that's that being said, we're gonna start into stage one. So once you get turned, this is what's coming for you this is stage one you're gonna experience and this is also one the stage that a lot of people get stuck in permanently like i was saying it does happen that people move on it's not super uncommon but there are a large amount of people that stay in this stage and they're called runners uh and i bet you you'll never guess why they're called runners uh, uh,
0: probably because they sit a lot right
1: <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs>
2: yeah
0: they're very, they're very slow very um very calm i imagine
1: the reason <laughs> they're called runners is actually because these were all track uh people or marathon runners when they were alive before they got uh, infected
2: i should yeah. have guessed it so if you <laughs> never run track you just skip straight to stage two thankfully um so Good news. I, I don't know if you mentioned this i just want to clarify in case i didn't hear i totally mentioned that where, this, where were you at this stage they're no longer like a human right like they're they're no longer have any kind of like thought or anything they can't know where they're like who they are or anything. that is a very good question and that is not completely clear
1: um in stage one it seems like they, they don't have super complex thoughts they don't have like they're that they, you can't really bargain or negotiate with a runner but okay. it seems like there are times where they do have some amount of complex thought, but like no human so thought. The others,
2: it's more of like the spores can. No, it is. Yeah, no, it is
1: more so of the human thoughts. Like there, okay. it does seem okay. like there's some amount of human processing going on still, and like it, in the first stage, it seems like the human mind is still able to try to fight against the. Infection more so than in the later stages. So, uh,
0: I wonder if it's kind of like you know, almost like rabies with like rabbit animals, you know, right? That I mean, it's still technically the animal, but they're just like driven crazy by the disease. Exactly.
1: Yeah, and and with that, it's it is very similar to that. And I feel like it's part of what causes people to move on forward to the other stages is how much they kind of give up and stop fighting the fungus. Because in the first stage, yeah, in the first stage of the runner, it seems like there's still some amount of humanity left in there. And so like the body is still fighting against the infection versus the later stages, they've kind of given up and there's no humanity left. There's no like human tendencies. They don't have any kind of quirks that normal humans have. So it seems like it's possible that like the more you give up, the more the fungus takes over and just... Invades your brain, invades your body, and just pushes you past into monsterness.
0: So, I I mean, I kind of it's been a minute since I've played the games, but I feel like as they progress into like later stages, they definitely like kind of act and move significantly more like different. Yeah, so you know, I wonder if that's the fungus just kind of being more in control.
1: I think so. I think this, they very much it's the later stages they start to become more like jerky and like not fluid in their movements and i think that that's a representation of the fungus having to try and move a human body versus the fungus just like making the human move their own body against
2: their will which let's just say for a game that came out that long ago like how deep that is
1: i know right yeah it's it's very cool so with the uh, runners, um, like we mentioned, they do still have some amount of human thought, but they also look very much human. They, they don't look all that different. Uh, they have basically very only minor physical changes. Their eyes turn red. There's a lot of like their eyes are basically completely bloodshot. Uh, they have sometimes their noses start to bleed. They have legions all over their face and bodies um sometimes warts as well so they're not really great looking but they're not like full fungus monster yet um but the and the reason which we <laughs> joked about earlier why they're called runners is because they're actually very aggressive this version of the infection and because of that like anytime they kind of sense any prey nearby either human, animal, whatever like they're not particular as to what is nearby but anytime they have anything within their vicinity they get very aggressive very agitated and run after whatever prey there is nearby so that's the reason yeah. that they're called runners is they just like anytime you, they sense you they're just sprinting full tilt at you as fast as they can
0: they're so terrible to fight in the game <laughs>
1: it's <laughs> yeah. so
0: like freaky just seeing them dash you down
1: yeah so with that being said though um this is kind of where i was saying they have seem to have maybe some amount of cognitive ability still left over because although they can't make like full thoughts obviously they can't talk or anything like that they don't always attack you immediately as long as you can like as long as you give them enough space as long as you stay far enough away from them they don't they won't like go way out of their way to get to you if like you're far enough away from them, they'll just be like, eh, whatever, he's not close enough, it's fine, I'm not my problem, and they'll leave you alone. So this is, some people thought that maybe it's kind of indicative of them being trying their best to be passive, the human that is trying to be passive, and trying not to fight if they don't have to, and then if somebody gets close to them, then they're kind of pushed into having to do that, versus if you stay away, then if you're not nearby them, they won't go near you, let's just leave each other be
0: i wonder if they're just like really grumpy you know exactly (laughs) yeah you just like you go into their zone or their personal space so you make a bunch of noises you're just gonna piss them off and they'll get
2: really frustrated i mean like like that's why they attack are we defending yeah (laughs) that does kind of sound possible that does sound right
1: because there's also um if you're far enough away from them but you accidentally make like a loud noise or move really aggressively or move really quickly, then that actually can set them off as well. So it does seem like maybe it is along those lines of maybe they're just really grumpy and don't upset them. So don't make a loud noise and it won't piss them off. It won't trigger them. But these guys are also like we mentioned, because they're almost completely human. They're not that different from a normal guy they are physically not that robust they're basically a normal human being so anything that could kill a normal human being could kill these guys they're not that different so at least there's that but the next guy that we're going to be talking about he is a little bit different from he. he's he's looks very much different than the runner he these guys are called stalkers and these guys you can start to see the fungus taking control of them like they are very they have fungus growing out of the top of their head yeah their skin is very pale and and decrepit looking their clothes are just tattered ripped apart they are in not good shape
0: they're they're having a bad time (laughs)
1: yeah yeah for sure this is the stage that uh an infected person can enter into after about a week or somewhere in the time frame between a week or a year of being infected, so sometime as soon as a week, and usually within a year of them being infected, they'll generally progress to this stage of infection. Uh, and in this version, by this point, they've lost all traces of human consciousness. This is the section where they're almost completely just all fungus have no hesitation about attacking anybody they will just on site chase after you um that being said they don't go running at you like the runners do they're a little bit more covert a little bit different uh these guys they'll be far more stealthy in the way that they attack you and they'll hide in dark corners Yeah, yeah yeah so it's interesting that as they lose humanity they become more tactical But I guess that just shows, goes to show how smart fungus
2: is, I suppose. But well, how adaptive it is, maybe.
1: Okay, so how adaptive it is, I suppose. Yeah, that makes sense. But so with these guys, uh, these guys are usually trying to hide in corners or behind objects or things like that, and then wait for you to come nearby so they can jump you and attack you through that. So that way they don't have to like kind of saves them energy, so they don't have to come running for you. They just wait for you to come to them.
0: I wonder if like the the thing that determines how long it takes them to progress through these stages is like how conducive their environment is to the fungal growth. It's true. Uh-huh. You know, and that so the more that the fungus can really thrive inside of them is uh-huh. like, the more so the, the process is sped up.
1: Yeah, so if you're living in the desert, you you might stay a runner for a long time because it's real dry. It's hard for the fungus to grow. Versus if you're living in the rainforest man you're you're jumping to stage 4 within a day yeah <laughs> so um uh, these guys they're also um like I, like I mentioned because of their sneaky annoyingness that's where the the nickname of stalkers come from is because of that so in case that wasn't clear before um <clears throat> they also are uh very easy to distinguish from a runner because of uh, other than the fact that they're Sneaking is because of how much the fungus has taken over the body. The runners very rarely have any amount of like fungus showing out of their skull, hands, whatever, out of their body. And these guys, they are not the worst of the bunch, but they are definitely starting to show some fungus.
0: Yeah, it's definitely popping through their skin and
1: through the point getting gross. Yeah, to the point where that they actually a lot of them end up having some of their Face, like completely either removed or replaced by fungus and most of them end up losing eyes or things like that because of the fungus but the fungus kind of replaces like heightens their other senses to be able to compensate for the loss of whatever senses they end up losing so when in the times where like the fungus grows over an eye or out of an eye and therefore destroying that eye making it so they can't use it anymore the fungus will increase this the, the uh, hearing and stuff of that body to make it so they can compensate which is really cool and but also kind of creepy but that also leads us very nicely to our next creature which is kind of just like an evolution of that idea which is the clickers which we mentioned at the very beginning of the episode
0: these things
1: are horrible (laughs) they are terrifying um they're really easy to recognize clickers very uh notable because a they have like this front slash top of their head has been completely blown open by fungus uh they have almost nothing there no, but
0: mushrooms yeah, man
1: no more skull no more face no more head eyes gone and it's just completely become just a f- giant mushroom i mean not like still
0: got their mouth though right
1: yeah not like toad it's not that kind of a mushroom <laughs> it's more like more nightmare fuel than that but yes, they do keep their mouth. And there's a very good, very special reason for that. Because they've lost their eyes due to the fungus, the clickers have an increased or in heightened sense of hearing so that way they can use a primitive form of echolocation to move around. So they have their mouth still so they can click. They can make a clicking noise with their mouth so they can move around. And that's where the name of the clicker comes from.
0: Oh, so. And what is just like well-designed enemy because as uh-huh. soon as you get into an area and you hear that clicking you're like uh Your heart starts
2: uh, going uh, you're like oh yeah man. it is
1: such a distinct noise and and it is literally just them like like making a clicking noise with the mouth very like common not all that threatening noise but in that It's pretty threatening, it's, man. Well, I mean, it's if you terrible like, cooking like, noise. If you just hear some dude walking down the street clicking, you just be like, "Ah, oh, what a weird dude." That's not no, like I'm not going to No, gonna no, no. Out. In that
2: <laughs> if I hear I'm some out.
0: If I hear some dude clicking like a <laughs> clicker, man, I'm getting I'm I'm running, man.
2: <laughs> All right, well, I'm
0: going to get 7 counties
2: over. <laughs> he's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, a holding a mushroom in his hand while he's clicking and you're like, "Oh my
1: gosh. <laughs> get it's real. Out. Do it." <laughs> yeah so maybe i'm just uh maybe i'm one of those people that in the beginning of the the apocalypse would die because i'm like that guy's probably fine fine, that's a weird hat
0: you got on
1: (laughs) (laughs) grandma what a neat hat you have how'd you get that to like
0: be your whole face
1: (laughs) how novel what a cool so fashionable Yeah, so these guys make a very, very creepy noise, uh, but they're also more so than just scary uh, and also more so than their face just being mushrooms, their entire body has started to show mushroom growths all over across it. And because of that, they actually have an increased strength and durability as well because the mushrooms throughout the rest of their body are hardened to help them be a little bit more resilient, and they also increase their strength. So they are Man. stronger than the average human, though not than not stronger than the average bear. So because because they can like
0: rip your face off, right? Like what's yeah. the like the death scene if they catch you? Because the they scene. are like a one hit kill.
1: They are the one hit kill that they do. Uh, what they do is when they get to you, they'll grab you and either rip your head apart, or that's that's more so of the bloaters. But they will also bite your. Jugular and like rip.
0: Oh, oh, yeah, they rip out like your jugular. Uh, oh, man, yeah. sh-
1: and so that's where they are really brutal and it is horrible to uh experience. So, like, anytime you dive to these guys, it is a gross scene. So,
0: oh, oh, yeah, and if you like alert one, they just like start flailing their arms uh-uh. and like <laughs> yeah. going at you, and you're like,
1: Get right. away, yeah. That being said, when they're not alerted, a really interesting, strange thing happens uh when they're just kind of standing around doing their own thing yeah they're they're sitting there clicking their heart away but they also do this weird like twitching like convulsing kind of movement which oh, is yeah. also really unsettling and they also ha- have this weird motion where it looks like they're clawing at their face like or scratching their face and
0: got to be um, itchy man
1: yes i mean yeah i would bet <laughs> so that's where a lot of people think that it Although, like, we, we talked about the stalker being like the sh- part in the infection where they've completely lost all humanity and it's full fungus, the way that they move the clickers, like, trying to f- scratch at their face and twitching and like freaking out, it seems to imply that there might be still some like dregs of humanity left in the back of that creature's mind that are trying to fight the, the infection and are just losing horribly. But it is just a really horrifying, really haunting thing to think about when you see them twitching and freaking out like that, that that might be the remnants of the body trying to fight against this fungus taking yeah. over them.
0: I kind of so, hope that there's like no humanity, no like consciousness left. I know, is, right? Is such a like a hell. Ex- absolutely. You
1: know? It is terrible to think that that's that there might be someone still left in there is just so sad. But now we move on to the quote unquote final stage of uh, the. Oh, it's in the infection. first game, right? Yeah, it is in the f- first game. And it's basically the f- final stage in general, though there are a couple of exceptions that we'll talk about as well. But that final stage is the bloater. And that is the stage of the infection, of the fungal growth, to the point where the fungus has completely taken over the entire body. Uh, the entire head is complete fungus. Their body is fully grown over with fungal spores, fungal growth. And, like plates and-, and so, yeah, because of that, the fungus acts a lot like an armor because now that the fungus is on the outside of the body, these guys are freaking durable. These guys are thick.
0: Very tough uh, to put down.
1: So, not only are they really dense to try and fight but because they're so they have so much fungus around them and such dense fungus these guys are really slow as well uh thankfully there is that one benefit um but that being said though they don't move around very fast most of the time they can break into a run if they need to uh and charge at you kind of like the juggernaut from uh, x-men but they're uh very dangerous when they get moving they also have a weird ability to, like, rip off chunks of mold on them and, like, throw it at you, which is ends up being kind of like a, a poisonous Curling. bomb that they can throw at you. Yeah. And uh, so they're kind of gross in that fashion as well. They also have, obviously, since because of how strong they are and how resilient they are, they are very... Uh, I'm sorry they're they're very strong which i already said but they're able to like really do some damage which i mentioned earlier when they get into the final like the cut scene where they kill you that animation the way that they kill you is by ripping your head open yeah so,
0: they just put like their hands in your mouth and just hold uh, apart like, man
2: <laughs> do the, the king kong like exactly t-rex yeah, thing so, yeah they need a lot of strength
1: just to move themselves around because they're so heavy, but they do not put that strength to waste. And they really, really rip you apart, really give it to you in that death animation. And they actually have been shown in the games to be able to break through a lot of walls as well, which is pretty intimidating. And Like uh, the Juggernaut, you say. Yeah, right? exactly like the Juggernaut. So they are more like him than we thought. And yeah. uh, kind of implied through their name, Uh, though not maybe the most easy implication the way that the name is their origin for the name is because when they die they'll actually explode in like a burst of spores and to to a it deals a lot of damage hurts a lot of people around them but then it also will spread that fungus spore cloud around to try and infect anyone who's not infected at the time so very dangerous thing (laughs)
0: just never give up huh exactly
1: they just their last ditch effort to try and spread the infection is just explode and just Mm. spread it as much as they can
0: man i I do find it like so cool in the game is that like the the clickers are imposing because like as soon as you hear them you know that they're like an immediate threat but whenever you see Uh a bloater man you're just like dang Uh it man (laughs) Yeah. It's just like you have to like maneuver around them so carefully because yeah. they're just so destructive.
1: They are just a so tank imposing. that you have to deal with it is a boss fight anytime you have to deal with them. <laughs> so they, they are freaking tough. And although and this is true for all of the infected, the bloaters more than others are very resilient to pretty much every kind of damage. They're resilient to gunfire, shotguns, rifles, melee weapons, everything like that. But the uh, bloaters are very weak to fire, thankfully. So that can help to try and take them out faster. And the same is true for the other creatures as well. They're just, the other ones aren't so resilient that it's really needed to use fire against them. But these guys specifically, very much helpful to use some fire, whether you got Molotov cocktails or, I mean, if you got a flamethrower, then whew, go oh, for it. Then oh, you're, then you're cooking <laughs>
0: shiitake mushrooms yes,
1: sir. Hey.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm not a fan of uh, mushrooms. I'm not a big guy. Not wanting them on my pizza. I don't really want them anywhere. But I mean, desperate times called for desperate, <laughs> desperate measures. If, Is I'm
2: this a be be apocalypse? Apocalypse,
1: if I'm starving in the apocalypse, I might just eat a couple mushrooms. Maybe. maybe, maybe not these,
2: these guys. Yeah, I'm. Maybe not these guys. But I mean, desperate. Or not. I don't think. Uh... <laughs> Maybe Nullified. that totally nullifies the, the problem.
1: That'd be great. I don't know. <laughs> I've never tried it. Oh man. That being said, like I said earlier, there's kind of a like another stage of these guys, though it's not really a full stage. Uh, these guys are like more of a yeah, more of a subspecies of the bloater. And these guys are called shamblers, which that name is not quite as specific as the other ones are the other ones have like a very particular reason why they're called that these guys it's less clear um but these guys are very much like a bloater Um, they look very similar to them very big bulky dude with a lot of fungus growing over them but these guys have a really unique ability that like they're able to release a gaseous like acid spray whenever they're like in a cloud around them And so it makes it so trying to get up near them and trying to attack them is very difficult and very dangerous. Just a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, These guys, they're unique because they're actually only ever seen in the city of Seattle, which is uh, kind of odd. But the, the theory behind that is because the Shamblers seem to only really show up in areas where there's high amounts of water. So, it's theorized that maybe this is what happens when another infected is starting to become a bloater and then there's a lot of water nearby. And then instead of becoming a bloater, they just kind of soak up too much water nearby and become the shambler instead. Yeah. And because Seattle is a very rainy city, then that's why you end up seeing a lot of them here, slash, the only place.
2: Now that you're saying that it's because of water potentially. Why does their head look like the bottom of, like, a pirate ship? You know, like, all <laughs> the, barnacles? Uh, the barnacles? Yeah, I mean, they do kind of look like barnacles, yeah. I think, I think we're onto something there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's just um, how, like,
0: the, the fungus grows in water, though. You know, it's just more Yeah, more exactly.
1: Spherical. That is uh, the spores, like, up on top of the, the head of this guy. Those are the spores that he uses to release the gaseous acid, and they just kind of, like, come spewing out from above him and make this, like, really dangerous cloud. So that's where the acid comes from.
0: I do think it's, like, super interesting is if you, like, look at his skin, like you were saying, that uh-huh. it's, like, looks really swollen
2: yeah. and,
0: like, uh, bloated, you know, almost like it's full of, like, a bunch of water or liquid.
2: Exactly. Kind of
0: lending more credence to, like, that theory that mm-hmm. they have to be in a super damp environment and, like, like Seattle, you know, it rains a ton there. And so there'd probably exactly. be a lot of like, uh, like half submerged, like subway or maintenance tunnels or something right. like that, you know?
1: These guys actually remind me a lot of, this is going to be a weird reference, but in The Walking Dead, the episode where they pull the zombie out of the well and he's like all bloated and like gets ripped oh, in yeah.
0: half.
1: Bottom half falls back into the well. He looks a lot like this guy. So, yeah.
0: It turns out human mice get really gross when they're left in water for a yeah.
1: long time. Who would have thought? I would have never guessed. Yeah. So that's the the shamblers. And much like the bloaters, these guys have a problem where when they end up dying, they explode again in this massive cloud of spores trying to infect anyone or anything within the area. So those are the uh, that's kind of the sub-variety of, of bloaters that we see. We don't really ever see any other sub varieties or or subspecies of the other types, but we do see another sub variety that's kind of uh, unique in and of its own right, and uh, that's called the Rat King. Oh, so man, I,
0: this guy, <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know if I would consider the Stage Five. It's different enough that it's more just its own creature. Um, the. Rat King is the only one of its kind. We never see any more like it. And it is what happens when you get, uh, I think it's like two stalkers, a couple of clickers and a bloater all in a room together. And they all meld together to create one gross conglomerate monster.
0: So absolutely terrifying and disgusting.
1: Yeah. So this is a hybrid mash of several other different types of the infection that all melded and made this guy and he is extremely gross and very dangerous uh he actually has this kind of neat mechanic uh, neat being a relative term uh in that when you're in in game when you're attacking him fighting him as you deal damage to him the mold and fungus on the outside starts to get broken away and the individual people the individual Creatures inside there start to be able to break free and they come loose and start to come at you individually, which is kind of interesting. So in in the fight, for example, at one point when you're when you deal enough damage to him, a stalker is able to like break free of the cohesive hole and starts to run at you. However, these conglomerate creatures on there, when they're apart from the rest of the group, they still have different abilities that aren't like normal Versions of themselves, so it seems like they kind of started to share abilities amongst themselves, even after they are able to get broken free. I um, see that.
0: You know, a stalker with a little bit of bloater in it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Clicker with a little bit of runner in it.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's a it's a clicker that just sprints at you, clicking nonstop. Jeez. So, yeah. Yeah. But that being said, the origin of this creature is. In my opinion, what's the most interesting about him? Because like, otherwise he's just a big guy that's really dangerous. He can...
0: I always wondered how he like formed. Yeah. Like, what it, caused this freak of
1: nature? This, if you can yeah. call it nature. To I mean, it, by by the most basic definition, it is a freak of nature. It's just mushrooms that have completely taken over multiple people. At least what one, two, three, four, five people at least. Um. So what this is is. The theory slash what it seems like has happened is the hospital in Seattle was infected. had the outbreak rush through it and a bunch of people in the hospital got infected. Then it to be able to try to uh, quarantine infected people, they locked some people down in a building, down in a room in the basement of the uh, hospital. And after spending 25 years... Down in that basement room by themselves because that's how long like that's that's the time span that these games take place over slash the infection has been going so after spending so much time in this room by themselves locked together the infection and in the the fungus had started to spread so far that it like kind of just completely encased the entire room and because of that st- locked they like, grew into each other and these Five people just melded together to create this one super creature and then after after spending enough time down there somebody eventually breaks into that hospital starts to adventure around and disturbs this creature and it comes breaking out of its prison of mushroom so that is where the rat king is uh originated from and it is that is the reason why it is the only one of its kind because it is what happens when you lock a bunch of people in a room by themselves and just let them die. So
0: Yeah, I, just I can't imagine there's too many rooms that have been yeah. locked for 25 years with just like exactly six people, right?
1: Exactly. So that is the nightmare of the Rat King and how horrifyingly cool, if you want to say that, he is I, I think it's really terrible but really interesting that like they had something do that like that the fungus could theoretically do that so
0: it has so many other like just strange implications i know what, right? what the fungus could do you know exactly it's so. like could it make like a building sized mushroom ball person thing
1: <laughs> right you get everybody in new york jam-packed into one room and they just like <laughs> giant megazord Jeez, that'd be so
0: awful, man. Maybe in the third game, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. There's you gotta the fight the fungus is,
0: Megazord in Tokyo.
1: The third game is uh the Last of Us meets Pacific Rim. You get <laughs> a giant <laughs> Jaeger and you just gotta fight fungus monsters. Uh, that'd be awesome. I could totally get behind that. It's so
0: wild, dude.
1: <laughs> oh man! So then there's the last step uh, of every creature on Earth. There's always the final step, which is death. Uh, and, it's
0: which, inevitable.
1: It's inevitable. The the call of the void. It's near. Uh, the final stage that we have for this these creatures is after the the host body dies. Uh, and anytime that happens, when the fungus starts to recognize that the body is starting to die, uh, the fungus makes forces the host body to try and find a place that is going to be the most hospitable for the fungus and this is actually kind of starting to pull back to the more reality of this the, of the real life fungus because this is exactly what the real life fungus does so in, re- in real life like i said at the beginning of the episode when a insect is infected with this fungus it takes control of their body makes them climb up as high as they can to the top of a tree or a bush or whatever And then they go out to one of the ends of the branches onto a leaf and the fungus makes the insect bite down onto the leaf to give it like a good purchase on the leaf. And so that way it won't get blown away or like knocked off the leaf or something. And then it just lets, it just makes the thing sit there and starve to death until eventually it dies. The fungus grows using the body as nutrients is. And then once it gets, the fungus is big enough. Its releases a bunch of spores to try and, and because it's at a high place, the spores are able to get blown around to then hopefully infect another creature to do the same thing. Similarly, with these this uh, fungus infection in the game, they do the very similar thing where they, after their body is starting to die, they go and try and find a place that the fungus will be able to thrive. and they the host body just kind of curls up in whatever place that they're at. that'll be conducive. The host body dies and then the fungus kind of takes over and it spreads growing out of control in that section in that area using the host body as the final nutrients to be able to do that and then it just starts releasing spores in that area to try and spread the infection around so that's is really really creepy and in game it ends up causing really cool visuals I mean morbid but cool visuals in that you, in buildings you'll see people that are like like skeletal people grown into the wall because the fungus is like cemented them to the rest of the building and just taken over with fungus everywhere
0: and it is such yeah. like a cool like image but it's so yeah. freaking morbid and dark it you know terrible. when you really think about it
1: mm-hmm. so that is the final evolution of what it is it just it's you get infected the fungus makes you try to spread as much as you can while you can, while you have the energy to. And then when you run out of energy and it burns the body out, it goes and tries to find a place to settle down and just starts releasing spores to try and in its own way, in a more passive way, try and continue spreading out that infection and trying to stick around. trying to survive. It's like any other creature. It's trying to survive.
0: It's just trying to make more of itself.
1: Yeah, Exactly. So that is the horrible fungus, horrible apocalypse that is called the uh, cordyceps brain infection, and I think it's so such a cool creature. Slash, I don't know if I want to necessarily call it a creature. I keep struggling trying to figure out what to call it more than just the
2: monster. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's a
1: collection, a coalition of creatures that all just get forced into doing this really weird, horrible thing, but it's super interesting. And I think it's really cool how it, I mean, by no, it, it's so far away from reality. It's not actually all that close, but yeah. it does still have its roots based in reality that I think is very, really interesting and makes it so much more like grounded and in fun to me because of that. Cause it's like, not really possible, but, I mean, I, I don't
2: know. hey could.
1: Maybe.
0: Not really.
1: <laughs> right? Oh,
0: man. I, man, this is the type of stuff. This is, like, body horror, isn't it, right?
1: Oh, uh-huh. like, I would say so.
0: It's just so, like, unsettling. Like, I don't know why, like, it's such a weird thing to me of, like, how unsettling it is just in, like, your core being. Knowing that like something else can like up it around or like misuse or abuse your body without your like consent. You know, it's just so like unsettling and disturbing.
1: And the thought that when we like I said, we don't know how far the consciousness is able to sustain through this infection. We don't know where what the line is where like the person is completely gone or not. But it seems like the person. The mind inside of that body sticks around in this infection for a decent amount of time, which is horrible to think about. That they're just in there, just trying to do their best, trying to live their life, and they have no control over their body. They're just sitting there watching it, watching their body do terrible things, and they can't do anything about it.
0: Yeah, like the the fungus is basically keeping them on like life support. Yeah, Just because it wants to spread more. It's just... Exactly. Dang, man.
1: <laughs> so it is so morbid. It's morbid to think about how horrible it is, how it, it like takes control of a body and kills them and then spreads it. And it's even more morbid to think that that person could be still in their thinking and trying to fight against it. And there's actually a lot of the uh, infected in-game, if you look at them when they're like especially at the runner and stalker stage they'll actually have like really sad looks on their faces or either sad or scared or anything like that and a lot of people theorize that that is another indication that the person in there might be more aware than it seems and the facial expression is all they can really get across and they can't stop the rest of their body from doing whatever it wants which is just it's horrible to think about. I
2: hate that. So, uh, I absolutely hate that. I mean, it's like your brain is literally being eaten by a fungus, right? So uh-huh. like the pain that you have to be in and how slow it's probably because man. Terrible yeah. headaches. And then you're watching yourself do that. Like, what guilt you must have. Like, uh-huh. killing yeah. people. And it's just like, like you have nothing but time because you're not doing yeah. anything else. I mean, you literally can't do
1: anything else you can't kill yourself you can't do anything like you can't try and stop this there is nothing you can do you just sit there and sit back and watch yourself kill people with no control and you just have to i don't know go crazy i assume most like i would assume that the minds inside of those bodies are have just gone insane because that's the only thing that would save you from some from any of it Is just disconnecting and disassociating. Yeah. Yeah, it is a really terrible creature that like it's a really cool creature for a video game, but if you try and think about it, start to go more in depth about it, it's it is
2: so dark and so sad. And but like again, what we said at the beginning, like how unique. Like
1: Yeah. Oh this
2: isn't just like another like virus zombie. Uh how many times has that been done but this is so deep so interesting the implications of what would happen is so intense so i uh, super cool it's such a
0: fresh take on like zombies
1: you know i love it 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 definitely rejuvenated my interest in zombies when this game came out because because zombies have been done and overdone so much yeah but after having this come out i was like yo those things that is freshly interesting and freshly horrifying all at the same time i am both very interested and very horrified and and scared by what those creatures are which because like zombies have been around for so long they're not that scary anymore like yeah i mean if they were in real life they'd be scary but in a movie or a game or anything like that it's like okay like zombies i get it but these things is like seeing them for the first time i distinctly remember seeing the first clicker and going oh my goodness that is (laughs) terrifying because they are just so different that they're very memorable and i love it i think they're very cool so i think that the last of us games are very cool and i i really hope that they continue to make them in a very good way as long as they don't just like tank the series i would love it for it it continued to go.
0: Well, there's a TV show, HBO show or something. Oh, really?
1: That's right. I forgot about that.
0: Yeah. I forgot. There's something to look forward to.
1: That'll
2: be really
1: good. That'll be very interesting. That's right. So there you go. Whenever, if ever that comes out, that I hope will be a very good show because it has such a good basis of really interesting horror to to dive into I,
0: I am excited for new and fresh hells from this universe
1: <laughs> So true. <laughs> uh, but i think that will do it for us this week thank you so much for sticking with us it was a, yes, bit of a long you. episode uh but thanks for being here uh check us out on tiktok we got a tiktok and uh brad is out there doing the dang thing putting out videos and waving away <laughs> yeah you know it <laughs> trying to uh, interact with people as much as you can on the on that platform
0: yeah so go bother him man
2: go bother yeah oh uh, I
0: mean, you got a question or you want to know something about a monster
2: I'll, I'll give you my send, opinion whether or not it's going to be correct or good i will give you my opinion there
1: you go I love just send him opinion. like message after message after message just like up <laughs> nonstop. yeah that would be great love that uh we also have a a twitter So if you have any recommendations or anything you'd like to send our way. Give us a
0: good old-fashioned tweet.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, lastly, we're on a multitude of streaming services for podcasts. Uh, So if you have any friends that you think would be interested, we would love it if you recommended us and uh, shared it that way. And if you're already there sharing it with your friend, I mean, we'd love a review. I mean, if you want, if you're there... What's it it hurt
0: you? And I mean, everybody's played The Last of Us game, you know?
1: Exactly. Everybody. Everybody has played it. It's literally the entire population of the world has played it. So
0: Recommend it to your buddy that you play The Last of Us with. Or if you haven't played it yet, sit down with a buddy, turn on our podcast, and play the game.
1: If you're an alien, welcome to the Earth. Thank you for being here. Everybody else on Planet Earth has played this, so you should get in on the trend, and you should play it too. And uh, listen to our
2: podcast at the same time. Everyone needs to feel the fear of the clickers at least once. (laughs)
1: Exactly. Everyone. That's true. But other than that, thank you so much
2: for sticking with us and have a good one. We'll see you next time.